Amen. And the scripture lets us know that he comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. If you say tonight, amen, you're in a battle. We're all in the battle. Amen. But one thing, amen, that I hold to, amen, uh, God lets us know that this sin and this sinful world, God has grace for whatever we face. Amen. The Bible says greater is he that is in, the, in us than he that is what? Does that include my job? That, in, that include uh, different things we may face out there in life? Amen. One thing about it, God didn't save us to backslide. Amen. Amen. If you're saved tonight, he didn't save you to backslide now. Amen. Uh, amen. We know that uh, sometimes individuals get caught up in emotions and uh, certain things, but I know uh, one thing, God didn't save me June 27, 1995. I've been saved 14 years this year. Amen. It was a battle tonight. I got saved, and it was a battle, amen, yesterday. It was a battle tonight. Amen. But I thank God tonight the battle was not mine but his. Amen. We just appreciate God. God kept us saved 14 years this year. Amen. I got saved. Uh, I was 27 years old. I didn't get saved because there wasn't no more sinning to do. Plenty of sin out there for me to do. I got saved because I was tired of sin. Amen. Every year I would tell myself I was going to do something different. I wasn't going to find myself selling drugs and doping. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard my testimony from Pastor Jones. Amen. But we thank God. Amen. I was, grew up in Joliet, Illinois. Worst, uh, worst place uh, in Joliet was called a place called The Hill. Grew up in the, on The Hill. Amen. Was selling drugs, good drugs, bad drugs, you name it, I was selling it. Amen. I was gangbanging. I was uh, what they call a, a GD region. I used to be a gangster disciple. Amen. But thank God I'm a disciple. Now you can take out the gangster. Amen. God saved me. Amen. Out there in the world of sin. Amen. I'm uh, gangbanging, doing drive-by shooting, shooting out the window. And amen. Just my life was filled with misery. And you know what? One thing about it, my life, amen, I was uh, out there in the world, and I, when I would come around you, I would portray an image like I was okay. When I see you, I would act all tough, and I would smile and laugh and joke, amen. But you know what? When I went home, when the lights were turned out, when my friends weren't around, and when the music was all gone, and amen, and the party was over with, when I go home, I was miserable, amen. I wanted to change, but didn't know how to change. Amen. I was selling dope to people who was in church. Amen. Uh, it discouraged me. Church, it discouraged me. I was selling drugs to individuals who was in church. They leave church and come to my house and buy dope. Amen. And, uh, one thing led to another, and uh, my life just went rock bottom as it were. Amen. And year in and year, I would tell myself, I'm not going to do this next year. Every year, I would tell myself, you know what? I'm not going to do this again next year. Every year I would tell myself, you know, I'm going to change. I'm going to get me a job. I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Uh, I'm going to stop living off my mama. And I'm going to stop selling dope and drugs. And, amen, stop hustling on street corners and drinking. And, amen, I'm going to get me a job. And a lot of things I told myself. But you know what? I didn't have no power to say no. Amen. amen. And I thank God. Amen. First time I met Brother uh, Troy. Amen. I think it could have been 1991. And when I met him. Amen. I was in the house, could have been bagging up dope or whatever, whatever was doing. I had some young men outside selling drugs. We had a crack house. And um, I heard some noise outside. All right. I heard some noise outside and I heard somebody singing. And you know what? Listen now. I heard, and I know my songs. My, it wasn't Tupac. It wasn't Biggie Smalls. Amen. It wasn't the latest R&B singer. This was a different tune. The songs they were singing, amen, it, it kind of like, amen, put con condemnation on me. Amen. My songs didn't put condemnation on me. Amen. But I heard some songs out there, little noise they were making. And I heard, I think y'all were singing, there's been a change or something. Amen. They're walking down my driveway, and I had a dope house. And I had individuals outside selling drugs for me. And those of us who know how drug houses run, people pull up, they buy drugs, and they take off. Pull up, buy drugs, and they take off. And Brother Twainham came down the uh, driveway passing out tracks, singing there's been a change and all of that. And I stuck my head out the window and I saw these young men out there witnessing to my little, my, my guys out there. And I'm, amen, I poked my head out there and I don't know what they were telling them, but I knew it was something concerning the things of God. 
And Sister Jones, I, I said, you know what? Y'all listen. Stand up and listen to them. Brother Trayden was witnessing to them. And my guys, I guess they was doing what they usually do, ignoring them, laughing, joking. Amen. And uh, I told them, I said, y'all listen to him. And after I told them to listen to him, then I went back in the house. I didn't want to hear but you know, <laughs> But you know what? That was 1991. And from 1991, amen, uh, I was out there doing my thing and uh, drugs, uh, just, amen, just had my life messed up, ruined with drugs, alcohol, and just many different vices. And I remember one particular night kind of skipping a lot of things. And that happened in 1991. Now, mind you, I, I wasn't religious. I didn't go to church. I didn't profess to be saved. I was a ranked sinner. Okay, when I, I was a ranked, I didn't profess to know God like a lot of individuals. It, uh, basically, today, everybody's saved. But I didn't, I didn't profess to be saved. I knew what my life I was living. Knew if I died, I knew where I was heading. One particular night, my boys, we were out doing our thing. We went into a little hamburger place here. And um, I don't remember exactly what I was doing or what I was saying. Uh, God probably wasn't pleased with it, whatever it was. But I saw a young man, like, in the back where Brother Gray was. And he was, I guess he was studying or whatever he may have been doing. I think it was 3 o'clock in the morning. And um, <clears throat> somehow we got together and, and we started talking. See, I wanted God. I wanted to be saved. I wanted to change my life. But sin had me bound. Okay, I wanted to change. I didn't like the way I was living. I didn't like gangbanging. I didn't like smoking. I didn't like fighting. I was, listen, my mother was 64 years old. At a time, she should have been sitting back drawing Social Security. My mama was selling drugs for me. I had my mother, 64 years old, selling dope. Sure did. Had my whole family selling drugs. My mother could bag up uh, cocaine better than some young people could. And, uh, Brother Troy, we exchanged some uh, comments, and he may have said some things, and I talked to him, and we exchanged numbers. See, it was something in me. I wanted to be saved. But what would my friends say about me? What would my girlfriend say about me? What would my boys, what would uh, the GDs say about me? And you know what? I wanted to be saved so bad. I saw that brother, how clean cut he was and how uh, plain spoken and he didn't wasn't cursing and loud and boisterous. And that was my whole life. <laughs> and you know what? Something inside me, I wanted to change. I wanted to change. But it's just like the world, pride wouldn't let me do it. Pride wouldn't let me lay down. So one thing led to another. Uh, I remember times I would be high on drugs and be high on drugs, and I'd get a phone call. Pick up the phone, it's Brother Troy. And I'm, I'm high. And I'm saying to myself, man, you're blowing my high, man. Let's not talk about God right now. Not time for God right now. And I'm blowed. Brother Meshach, I'm blowed, man, messed up. And here the phone ring again. Every now and then, I seem like he called me. Every time I'm high, he called me. Blowing my high. And he would call me, tell me about the things of God, talk to me about God, talk to me about God. And you know what, saints, and I, I, I can't emphasize this or say this enough. I wanted to change. I wanted to stop the things that I was doing. But sin, I'm going to tell you, sin has a pull. Sin, amen, has a bondage to it. Amen. You just can't let go of sin. When you, oh, I think I'm done with sin, I'm going to let sin. Oh, no, you don't. It take God. The Bible says no man can come to me except the Father which is in heaven. Draw him. And this went on for years, months, or maybe, maybe months or years. And uh, I remember, and I'll say this uh, just to close that out, Lord willing. I remember one particular night I was selling drugs. And I usually sit out in my car and sell drugs in my car. I parked my car on the side of the house and sell drugs. And we had one of the biggest dope houses in the city. I mean, there was uh, one time, uh, it had never been done before in, in that county or in that area. Our house got raided twice in one day. They came in the morning and got, they got me and my nephew took us to jail. And when they took us to jail, my mama started right back up again. And guess what? They came back and got her and my nephew after that. So, I mean, we was, we was messed up. And one night, I particularly, I was sitting outside in the car selling drugs, and something came to my mind and said, you know what, don't sell drugs tonight. Go, in the car. go get you something to drink. Uh, get you, go home. Don't, don't sit outside tonight. 
So I said, okay, I'm, you know what, I ain't going to sell drugs tonight. I'm going to go inside and, and chill out. I went in the house. Went to, I was in there about 30 minutes. And after I was in there about 30 minutes, thanks of God, shots rang out. See, we was in a rival. We was always fighting, shooting at one another and all that stuff. Um, and shots rang out. And I hit the floor. My whole family hit the floor. And I mean, they wasn't shooting. No, it wasn't no pop, 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 pop. I mean, it was some boom, some uh, big stuff they were shooting. And it was just tearing our house up. And by the time they got down, this went on for about a good 10 to 20 seconds, just consistently shooting. And when we finally got up off the floor, house was filled, filled with smoke. Uh, I came out of the room. My nephew could have been no more than about 10, 12 years old. They, they shot him, and the gun was so powerful, it, it tore his arm off. His arm, it was, wasn't a pretty sight. They tore his arm off. And it killed my mother's boyfriend. And um, all I could think about was retaliating. You know, I wasn't thinking about this guy's way uh, of, of getting your attention. I went outside and went to the car that I usually sit in, shot up. I mean, car was shot up. Now you're thinking, I'm thinking maybe uh, I'll see that and, and, you know, prick my heart concerning getting saved and turning my life around. You know, we all we want to do is go look for the people who did it. And when I look back on that tonight, saints, even I think about that oftentimes, God spared my life. God spared, saints of God, I'm telling you, God spared my life. Even in sin, God spared my life. And one thing led to another, and me and Brother Troy kept meeting up, and um, I, I believe one particular time, he remembers more of it than I do. I try to forget some of it. <laughs> uh, he, he came over my house. Brother Troy was persistent. He, don't, he didn't take no for an answer. Those of you converts who dealt with him, he ain't going to take no for an answer. First Chronicles 20, 29th chapter. Read verse. Who's going to read for me, bro? First Chronicles, 27th chapter, verses 1 through 5. You read that for us for the glory of God. We're going to try to help you out tonight, be a blessing. Amen. Nothing like the church of God. The Bible says she's beautiful for all situations. Uh, Jerusalem, which is above, is free, is the mother of us all. Uh, thank God for the church of God. She ain't got no brothers. She ain't got no sisters. Amen. She's the only one of her mother. Amen. I tell individuals, amen, talking about the church of God, talking about church joining all these things. Amen. Unlike all these other churches. Amen. Uh, I thank God for the bride of Christ. Amen. She's robed in fine white linen. Uh, amen. Something about the about bride of Christ. Uh, amen. Or the church of God. All these other churches, you can court them. Uh, amen. You can kiss on them. Uh, hug them. Uh, amen. Do all kind of ungodly things to them. But to the church of God, you can't even hold her hand. Amen. You got to marry her. Amen. I thank God for that. Amen. You don't be playing around with her. Amen. You don't dip and dab with her. Amen. This woman, you got to marry her. Amen. Amen. Only way you get with her. Amen. 29 verses 1 through 5. I thank God for the church of God this tonight. Verses 1 through 5. Read for us. Solomon, my son. Read. Whom alone God has chosen. Is yet young and tender. The work is great. Read. Now I prepare with all my might. <clears throat> Look what David prepared for the house of my God. Read. 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 Iron for the things of iron, wood for the things of wood, onyx stones, stones to be set, glistering stones, and of diverse colors, and all manner of precious stones, and marble stones oh, in abundance. Verse number three says, moreover, because I have set my affections on the house of my God, I have of my own proper good 
of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God, uh, over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. Uh, yes. Verse number four says, even 3,000. Look what David gave to the house of God. Uh, even 3,000 talents of gold, uh, of the gold of Ophir, uh, and 7,000 talents of refined silver uh, to overlay the walls of the houses with all. Read verse number five uh, for the glory of God. The gold for things of Verse gold. number five says the gold for the things of gold. And the silver for Amen. things of silver. Amen. And the silver for the things of silver. And for all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers. Read for us. And who then and is amen. willing uh, to Verse number five, the latter part of that verse, it says, and who then is what? Uh, Willing. Amen. Who then is willing? Uh, who then is willing? Uh, amen. Saints of God, tonight uh, you got to be willing to serve God. Uh, you can't be forced to come to church. Uh, people can't all, all got to ride through the town to find you and always calling you and calling you and calling you, hitting your voicemail. Uh, you got to be willing. Uh, you got to want to serve God. Uh, you got to want to act right. Uh, you got to want to separate yourself. Uh, you got to want to read your Bible. You got to want to pray. Uh, you can't have individuals always looking over your shoulder because that's only going to last for so long. You got to be willing. Read for us. You got to be willing. And willing to do what? To consecrate his willing. service this day. Willing. You got to be willing to consecrate. You got to be willing to separate yourself. Amen. We're different from the world. We shouldn't act like the world. We shouldn't talk like the world. We shouldn't dress like the world. We're different from the world. The Bible says, I beseech you, brethren, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In the verse, next verse, it says, and be not conformed. Be not conformed. Form, but be ye transformed by the renewing. Saints of God, we need to renew ourselves. We need to renew our minds. A lot of us, we've got different backgrounds. Some of us were dope dealers. Some of us were murderers. Amen. Backbiters. Amen. We're fighters and cursors, whoremongers, and a lot of different things, the backgrounds we came from. And it's going to take the Holy Ghost of God to renew our minds, to change the way we think, to change the way we act. And the verse says, and who then is is willing. Who then is willing? Who's willing to sacrifice? Amen. Who's willing to separate themselves? Who's willing to read a little longer? Who's willing to pray a few more minutes? Who's willing to come down to the church? Who's willing to clean up? Who's willing to sweep? Who's willing to witness? Who's willing to sing the songs of Zion? Who then is willing? Willing to do what? Consecrate his Consecrate. Consecrate. Amen. And that's what we're going to deal with tonight. We're going to deal with the word consecrate. Who then is willing? Who then is willing? I like that word willing because you got to be willing to do certain things for the things of God. You can't be forced to do it. Amen. It's got to come from the inside. You can't do it. You can't be saved because your mama's saved. That's going to wear out. You can't just want to be saved because your daddy's saved. You can't just want to be saved because you grew up in the church of God. Amen. You can't just want to be saved for the, amen, the benefits of the things of God. But amen, you got to be willing. Amen. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to consecrate. You got to be willing to separate yourself. There's going to come a time you have to separate yourself from your mama. You might have to separate yourself from your daddy, from your religious auntie, from your religious uncle, from your religious preacher friends. You got to be willing to separate yourself. You got to be willing to do it. Amen. It might hurt sometimes. Amen. Some things might hurt. But are you willing? Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Amen. That's our thought tonight. Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated to the things of God? Are you giving over? Amen. The Bible says he keep them in perfect peace. Who's mine? Who's mine? Who's mine? I mean, when you wake up, there's your mind on the things of God. In the afternoon, is your mind on the things of God? Amen. On your way to work, is your mind on the things of God? Amen. When you leave work, uh, when you lay down at night, what's on your mind? Uh, he keep them in perfect peace. Uh, whose mind, whose mind is stayed on him? Uh, individuals, amen, is at tonight, rather. Uh, amen. They face hard battles. Uh, they face hard tests. Uh, amen. They are, amen, certain things, amen, you may not have to go through uh, if you just keep your mind. Stayed on the things of God. That's one of the things that helped me when I first got saved. Amen. Couldn't listen to Tupac no more. Amen. Couldn't go to the uh, clubs anymore. 
couldn't hang around my weed burnt out friends and, and buddies uh, and my religious grandmama, my religious uncle, or my religious my preacher brother. I couldn't do that. I had to, amen, to separate myself. Amen. God wants you to consecrate. God wants you to give yourself to the things of God. God wants you to separate yourself. He wants you to dedicate. He wants you to be meat for the master's use. And the only way you're going to be meat for the master's use, some things God got to tear you down. God got to root up. Amen. God got to build up some things in you. But there's some things in all of us, when we came to God, God had to root it up. Amen. He had to root up that old Baptist background. He had to root it up. He had to root up that old Jehovah Witness background. He had to root it up. Amen. The way we talk. Amen. The way we walk. We didn't pimp no more. Amen. He had to run it up. Amen. People we used to hang around. Places we used to go. Things we way we used to dress. He had to run it up. Amen. Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Wives tonight. Are you consecrated? Husbands tonight. Are you consecrated? Single sisters, young people tonight, are you consecrated? God is coming back for a church, amen, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Are you consecrated tonight? Amen. I've heard different ones, testimony. Some been saved three weeks. Some been saved five weeks. Some been saved five months. Amen. Maybe a year, maybe two years. But my question to you tonight, are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Amen. The Bible says stay from the appearance of evil. That's a part of consecration. The appearance of evil. Some things. Amen. Maybe amen. No, and some people have this attitude. Well, it ain't hurt nobody. The appearance of it. Abstain from the appearance of evil. Consecrated. Are you consecrated tonight? Wives, are you consecrated? Are you a help to your husband? Are you consecrated tonight? Are you a help to your children? Come on. Are you consecrated wives? Do you read the way you should? What if your husband get in a bad condition? What if he have a bad day? What if he needs you to help him? What if he needs you to raise lands on you? Wives, are you consecrated? Or are you always back talk? Always got something to say? Don't want to submit? Amen. Are you consecrated? Wives, are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Are you tonight? See, the thing, amen, from the top to the bottom, everybody's got to be consecrated. From the pastor on down, amen, to the convert, everybody in the church of God, got us just got to be consecrated. What happens if we get some guests and you had a bad day today? You get fired. You get suspended on your job. Now here come a visitor and now you're going to show them that you get suspended today. So you, you wearing lemons on your face. You all humdrum. Come on. Everybody got to be consecrated. The choir got to be consecrated. Usher's got to be consecrated. Everybody got to be sold out. Everybody. Preachers. Sunday school teachers got to be consecrated. You don't consecrate on Sunday morning. You just don't start consecrating on Sunday morning. Are you consecrated? This thought is a blessed thought, and I believe it because we're in a time the enemy wants to do less as possible. Amen. Y'all hear me? The enemy wants us to do as less as we can. Just do enough to get by. Enemy wants you to do enough to get by. Enough to just to say, well, I'm, make, I'm making it. Well, I guess I got news for you. God wants you to do more than just make it. Enough to get by. Pray to ease your conscience. Read to ease your conscience. Are you consecrated? Are you dedicated to the things of God? As we go through the scriptures tonight, I'm going to show you some individuals who were consecrated. They, they, they love not their own lives unto death. See, we're in a time tonight, people love themselves too much. We're in a time tonight, people pet themselves. People make excuses, justify getting out of order, justify why I, I slipped and cursed. Justify why I hollered at my husband. Justify why I slammed the door. Justify why I, anything. They're just justifying it. And the enemy wants to do as less as possible. 
supposed to do as less as possible. Are you consecrated? One thing about it, and I learned it, when I, God let me know, okay, now, see, once I got saved, God let me know, okay, now, you saved, but that is more, I got more for you than just being saved. I got more for you than just saying I'm saved. Consecrate now. Read. Pray. Get, listen, listen to this. We'll get to it. God help us. Give your, give your, consecration involves a giving of self. It involves a giving of self. See, it goes back to, we're in a time people do not want to sacrifice. And nobody want to suffer. Nobody want to suffer. If it come down to me, if it come down to the church or my job, I'll see you later, pastor. If it come down to my family or my job, I'll, honey, I'll see you tomorrow. Consecrated. Are you consecrated? Are you? Are you consecrated tonight? Amen. The Bible says every branch in me that bringeth forth not fruit, he take it away. See, a consecration, listen. Uh, uh, every branch of me that bringeth forth fruit or consecrate. In other words, every branch of me that bringeth forth fruit, you know what God do? Oh, what is sister witnessing? Oh, that brother, he's on fire. He's zealous. Yeah, he's always doing things. For, so God start to purge him. God start adding to him. Every branch in me that bringeth forth fruit, he purges it. That it do what? That it be stagnant. That it be the same place this year, next year, that it was this year. That it bring forth what? Do you know more this year than you know last year? Any more, any more people saved through your life this year than last year? Huh? And you can, you can, you can nail that thing down to weeks and months. You know more this week than you know last week? Are you more submissive this month than you were last month? I mean, you can nail this thing down to days and weeks. It don't have to be years. We can nail this thing down to, to weeks. Are you consecrated? Let's go if you would. Uh, second, first Timothy, I'm sorry, 4 and 11. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to deal with that. We're going to visit that again because the church is made up of the family of God. Husbands, wives, children, grandchildren, all that is made up of that. 1 Timothy 4 and 11. What does that say for the glory of God? The Bible says. But the younger widows refuse. All right. 2 Timothy. I'm sorry. That should be what I want. <coughs> yeah. That it? 1 Timothy. Is that right? You got that for me, uh, sister there? 1 oh. Timothy 4 and 11. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Then these, th hey. these things command and teach. Let no man these things command and teach. Let, let no, no man, man despise thy youth. Despise thy youth. Amen. But Read. be thou an example but of the be believers. Be thou an example of the believers. In Amen. Word. That just don't apply to the pastor. That apply to you. <laughs> Some people think that just apply to the pastor. If you say two days, it's, you pick up that scripture and run with it today. It apply to you. Be thou an example of who? The believers. The believers. The believers. That's more, that's, that's, that scripture don't apply to just pastors and ministry and uh, uh, amen. That apply to you if you get saved. Mm -hmm. Read. In word, uh -oh. in conversation. Are you consecrated in word? See, when I got saved, I had to change the way I talk. Yes, what up, dog? What up, dog? I had to change that. In word, the way I talk, my conversation, the things I said, the things that I, uh, I had to change those things. See, if we're not careful, we'll think that God just going to come down here and just make my mouth move. He's not going to do that. You got to do it. You got to make yourself act right. You got to be honest with yourself. And as the Holy Ghost speak to you, you got to be willing to want to conform to the church of God. Some people want the church of God to conform to them. They still want to keep their personality. Well, that's just the way she is, brother. She's grumpy. Since when do saints, when, since when are saints grumpy? That's just the way she is. That's her personality. Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Well, that's just the way that brother is. He, he never on time. <laughs> that's just the way he is. 
He never on time. That's just the way he is. Come on. Are you consecrated? That's just, that's just the way she is. She screaming holler every once in a while. That's the way she relief. That's her release. You'll never get sanctified going over the Holy Ghost. Never get sanctified. Read for us. In conversation. In your conversation here and in your conversation here is talking about your conduct. The way you act is your, the way you act is it consecrated. If you act that way in the world and you're acting that way now, are you really consecrated? Are you really? Come on. Are you really consecrated? I like an amen, saints of God, when I got saved and I can give my own experience, I watched him. I watched that brother. And for a while, I was trying to just catch something in him. <laughs> just catch something in him. He, ain't, he can't be living like this every day. He, he, he can't be living like this every day. No man live like this every day. He don't curse. He dressed modest. He's mild-mannered. He ain't living like that every day. In your converse, is, your, is your conversation, your conduct, is it consecrated? Is it consecrated? See, if we're, if we're not careful, we'll justify getting out of order or not being consecrated because I only been saved a month. I only been saved a year. From the time God saved you, amen, from that time, you need to get on that road to where God will have you to get to a place where you are consecrated to God. Sure. But a trick of the enemy, you know what a trick of the enemy is? Oh, well, it don't take all that. That's just Sister Wendy. That's not you. Don't take all that. Come on. That's the enemy. And he tried to get you to give as less consecration as you can. Come on. Read for us. In charity. Are you consecrated? In spirit. In faith. In, in purity. spirit. Is your spirit consecrated? When things don't go your way. Come on. Things don't go your way. Amen. How are you dealing with it? With your spirit. Do your spirit change? Can I tell your spirit change? Because I didn't pick you up. Can I tell your spirit to change? Because you loaned me $20, but I didn't loan you 20 your spirit changed. Did it change? Are you consecrated? When things go wrong, can you get before God and pray and say, God, not my will, but thy will be done. It hurts, God. Don't feel good, God. But I'm fully giving over to the things of God. I'm consecrated. Don't want to be a stumbling block. God, amen. Take out anything that's unlike God. Are you consecrated in your spirit? In your spirit. Some people, amen, you see just where they're at, cross them. Cross them. You'll see just where they're at when the squeeze put on them. <laughs> put, the squeeze, put the squeeze on some people, you find out just where they're at. See, listen, the center men will act right as long as you won't mess with them. Come on! Some sinners, they'll act just like you as long as you don't mess with them. You got some sinners... They know how to act good as long as you don't mess with them. Don't, you don't cross them. Good morning. Good day. May I help you? They teach you that at Burger King. Welcome to Burger King. May I help you? Teach you to smile. Sinners do that. But let them get your, let that, go, go through the drive-thru and get your burger and your burger wrong. They put ketchup on it. Onions. And you don't like it. You're going to go in there and let them know. Are you consecrated? So you can tell where people are at when, when the squeeze put on them. Yes. Sinners can act a, a certain measure, but you cross them, then you see where they're at. That can't be us. We got to be consecrated. In the, in the hottest battle, we got to be consecrated. In fiery darts, we got to be consecrated. When misfortune, tragedy, things happen unexpectedly, you still got to act right. You still got to act right. All because you're consecrated. And that's the only thing that's going to get what's in you out. Consecration is the only thing to do it. You don't get, listen, you don't get sanctified just by coming to church. You don't get sanctified just by coming to church. 
we can rent a, we can pay a janitor to come clean up the church. That don't mean he's sanctified. You don't get sanctified just by coming to church. It's by going. Read, read that for us. In spirit. In spirit. In faith. In faith. In purity. In purity. Till I come. Till I come. Give attendance to reading. Uh oh. Wait a minute. In other words, consecrate. Till I wait a minute. Till I come, consecrate. Yeah. Some people, you got to tell them to read. Wait, till I come. When I show up, I got to tell you to read. When I show up, I got to tell you to pray. When I show up, I got to tell you how to act. Till I come. Look what Paul said. Till I come. What? Give attendance to Give reading. Attendance. He's holding confidence that while he's away, amen. that you're going to do these things. Amen. Converts. Uh, amen. Uh, newly saved. Don't, don't wait for someone to tell you to do certain things. Till I come, give attendance to what? Reading, exhortation. Read. Read. Exhortation. To doctrine. Study the church of God doctrine. Amen. Know it inside and out. Amen. Know what we stand for. Right. Let me rephrase that. Excuse me. Know what the Bible stands for. Right. Amen. Know what that book stands for. And by knowing that what the book stands for, you'll be able to give an answer to every man of the hope that is within you. Right. Right. Amen. Right. But the Holy Ghost can't use what's not in there. Right. Right. A lot of people say, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. You know why a lot of times people don't know what to say? Because they're not giving themselves. I can't reach in a bag and grab money if ain't no money in my pocket. How am I reaching and grab some money and ain't nothing in there? You ain't got nothing. But if, if I got money now, I'm reaching in and grab money. Holy Ghost can't reach and grab any. See, the Holy Ghost said, I will bring all things to your remembrance. Okay. Uh, but you have to have given yourself to what? Reading. Reading. Read. To exhortation. To exhortation. To doctrine. To doctrine. Know what the Church of God stands for. To doctrine. Read. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Why do we teach holiness? Why do we teach you can live free from sin? Well, I tell the saints back at home, I'm pretty sure your pastor, uh, he puts it out. Uh, if not this way, I believe it's, he, he's making his point. I tell the saints back at home, do not tell nobody your pastor said. Don't tell them your pastor said. You let them know the Bible says. I, I told the saints back at home, don't be telling nobody. Well, my pastor said, uh, everybody, can, uh, you can live free from sin. That's what the pastor said. <laughs> Come on. We tell individuals, the Bible says, the Bible, what did Jeremiah say? Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. People today, thus say my church. Thus say my pastor. <laughs> we don't teach you that. Read. Know the doctrine. Consecrate. Read. Every exhortation to doctrine. Read. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Neglect. Are you neglecting your consecration? How's your devotion? Whenever I can get it. How's your, how's your, listen, God help me. Now he, 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 he preached long. I know he do, but I, I, I ain't that long, but bear with me there. Do you pray with your wife? Do you pray with your wife? Sometimes. You pray with your husband. Maybe he busy sometimes. Maybe he get caught up in whatever. Do you grab him by the hand and say, honey, we need to pray? You do that? Are you? See, if, if somebody got to be consecrated. <laughs> somebody got to be consecrated. And if you're going to sit around the house, you might as well consecrate. Y'all pray together? Read together? Devotion spent always mama having devotion with the children. Where daddy at? His second, his side job. <laughs> I'm not against side jobs and second jobs. I'm not against those. But we need to make time to consecrate. Amen. We need to make time to consecrate. Come on. Children in Sunday school with mama. Who, who taking mama? Who taking children to Sunday school? Mama. Where daddy at? I'll be there. Are you consecrated? Teach it now. Are you consecrated? Good, brother. Are you husbands? Are you consecrated? 
Are you consecrated husbands? Don't you know God give us a charge, husbands? We got to lead the home. Yes. We're the head, not just in title. Right. We're the head. Amen. We should lead in prayer. When the children get sick, and I'm not against the sisters praying, mama praying, that, amen. Thank God for that. But at, at my house, I want my children, daddy, well, I want prayer. He's a spiritual leader. Should be. But we're not careful in the time. The enemy want to just, just slowly just degrade us. I heard one sister say something about upgrade. Well, the enemy, he want to degrade us. He don't want us to upgrade. He want us to degrade. Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Are you? How about the single sisters? Are you consecrated? Are you? Are you? If God see fit to keep you single till he come, are you going to say consecrated? See, that's the challenge. If he see fit to keep you single till he come, can you consecrate? Can you give yourself to the things of God? Oh, that's my baby's daddy. That's my mama's. That's my baby's mama. How about consecrating? A lot of times when you give yourself to the things of God, and there's a scripture, we're going to squeeze that a little bit. If you give yourself to the things of God, don't you know it'll take your mind off that sometimes? He keep them in perfect peace who's what? Mind. Come on. I'm not going to say marriage wasn't on my mind when I got saved. It was. But when I began to consecrate, man, I found it, I found it hard after consecrating, amen, to have my mind constantly on that. Giving myself to the things of God. Wondering where my past at. Pastor, you need help? What you need me to do, Pastor? Where you want me to go? Who you need me to pick up? Pastor, you, ain't, you shouldn't do that. Let me do it. Consecrated. Giving of myself. I'm going to read a scripture later on where I'm going to show you, yeah, it's good to give money, but God say he wants you to give yourself. Money. I ain't saying don't give money and look whatever God leads you to give, but God... It, God feel like this, and I believe in a lot of things. Keep your money if you can't get yourself. Yeah. Keep it. If you can't get yourself, God say keep it. God want this in here. He want the inward man. Read, sister. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Are you consecrated? Neglect not the what? Gift that is in thee. When you don't consecrate, you're neglecting the gift that's in you. Because consecration is going, to, is going to bring the gift out. Consecration will bring the gift out. Reading, Which praying, way? constantly giving yourself to the things of God. And before you know it, the Bible says a man's gift will make room for him. I ain't got to uh, toot my horn. I ain't got to tell the saints. Uh, I ain't got to wear a banner. I ain't got to do none of that. His gift will make room for him by him consecrating. Consecrating. People don't want to consecrate because they know God might use them. A lot of people don't want to consecrate because they feel, well, if I, if I give myself to the things of God, then God might use me. He may send me somewhere. He may, he may, I'm gonna have to sacrifice. I'm gonna have to give up something. I'm gonna tell you something. Everybody gonna have to give up something. I don't care who you are. There's something you're gonna have to give up. But people see the, the sacrifice and what it takes to really consecrate and get a close relationship with God. Amen. And people not willing to pay that price. People not willing to pay the price to get a true Bible consecrated experience. And when they see what they may take to die out and get that experience, they see it costs too much. So you know what they do? They go somewhere where they don't cry that much. It don't take all that. See, church cross street, you don't have to do all that. Hey Amen. We gamble. We gamble and I can still lift the offering. Come on. I play scratch offs and I can still teach Sunday school. See, it don't take all that. I got my girlfriend at home and I'm still, amen, uh, 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 singing in the choir. I got my boyfriend at home. I got my girlfriend at home. See, there's no real Bible consecration. That's why uh, a lot of these churches, they'll accept you. No real consecration. Sure it's not. Amen. Uh, uh, deacons with long ponytails. Come on, brother. Come on. Ear come on, sister. Earrings. All in the ear. I'm talking about the men now. I'm talking about the men. Both earrings, ears pierced, gold chain on. Come on. Rings on everything. Gold all in his mouth. And then he said, let's lift the offering, saints. 
Are you consecrated? <laughs> are, you, are you consecrated? And people love to have it so. The devil got a, listen, the devil got a step down experience if you want it. Sure he do. He got a step down experience, not a step up. He got a step down experience. You don't want to live holy. You don't want to consecrate. Amen. You don't want to live this life. Amen. Okay. I got a step down experience from it. Amen. You ain't got to read. You ain't got to pray. You ain't even got to live right. Sure you don't. You ain't got to live right. Sure. Amen. They got smoking lounges in some churches. Well, listen. We don't allow smoking in the church, young men, but there is a lounge down the hall there. God help us. Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? Bible says touch not, handle not. What are you handling? What are you tasting? It's messing up your consecration. I don't know about you, but I can get my own testimony. There are some things, amen, that this brother man could have did, God let me know, don't you do it. Right. You hear me? There's some things, amen, individuals did or said or wore a certain way. The Holy Ghost of God Thanks. let me know, don't you do it. Right. See, a lot of times we want to justify, well, brother so-and-so doing Did God tell you to do it? Are you consecrated? Being consecrated, being close to God. Amen. You're able to hear the voice of God. Amen. The call of God. Read for us. Which was given thee by prophecy. Which was given thee by prophecy. With the laying on of hands by the presbytery. Read. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. Stop there. Go back up a little bit. Give, go back to that give. Because see, that's what, I, that's what I want. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which, which was given, given thee, by, thee prophecy, by prophecy, which the laying on of the hands meditate, of the Meditate, meditate what? On these things. Go back to verse 13, then skip to 15. Read verse 13 just quickly for me. Till I come, give a Stop right to there. Till I come, what? Give a Stop. Give. <laughs> Till I come, what? Give. Give my money. He won't you. Amen. Listen. How would your wives feel? And how would your wives feel if your husband, he never, you never saw him, he never was there, he in and out. Uh, he give you money, though. He give you money, but he never there. Uh, 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 listen, a real woman don't want that. She don't want that. She want more than that. She may want a little money. <laughs> she may want some money. But she just want, she want him too. She want him too. She don't want more, she don't want just the money. She want him. Well, God is the same way. God want you. Amen. Till I come, do what? Give. 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 Give what? You. God wants you to sacrifice. He wants you to suffer. He wants you to give yourself to what? Attendance. To reading. Give yourself to it. Consecrate. Excitation. To doctrine. First number 15 says, meditate, meditate upon, upon these, these things. things. Give thyself give. holy. Give. There it is again. God said, give. Give. Give what? Your thyself money. Holy. Your thyself, car. Thyself. Give who? Thyself. God wants you. Are you consecrated? I find it hard to believe individuals getting before God, praying, reading, doing everything God will have for them to do. Amen. And on bad ground with God. Not consecrated. Not sanctified. I'm telling you, when God sanctified me, saints, <clears throat> I didn't listen. I didn't know nothing about sanctification, nothing about it. Only what the world taught. Not threw that to the ground when I got saved. Mm -hmm. I remember one Sunday morning, I was seeking sanctification. I was, I was obeying everything God showed me. I was, I was doing that plus, Brother Gray, plus, trying to get sanctified, plus. And remember one Sunday morning, never forget, I was on my hands and knees praying. I was asking God to sanctify me, and I was crying, crying out to God. God, I want to be sanctified. 
Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything. And I was begging God. My nose was running and all kind of my tears coming down my eyes, nose running, crying, barely pronouncing my words. And after I got up off that, God let me know, you sanctified. When you, listen, one thing about sanctification, God not going to move his stuff in till you move your stuff out. He's not going to move his stuff in till you move your stuff out. You going to move in the house with people others, with their stuff in there? No, you ain't. You going to say, look, y'all got to get y'all stuff out. I done bought this. Ain't you going to do that? Well, what you think God, how you think God feel? Rebellion, self-love, hate. Uh, come on, all these different vices. God not going to move in until you move out. And what I mean by move out, not having your way. Not having your way. You come to a place you don't want to have your way, watch God sanctify you. Watch he sanctify you. Come to a place you don't want to have your way. You don't want to have your way. Listen, one of the things I, I, I tell individuals, <clears throat> it's not hard to say you wrong to a lot of folks anyway. When you, uh, to submit, I'll say rather. It's not hard to submit when you're wrong in a lot of things. The problem come in when you feel you're right. Honey, let's do it this way. No, I don't want to do it like that. Honey, let's do it this way. Honey, I don't want to do it like that. Honey, let's do it this way. See, the problem is not so much submitting when you're wrong. The problem is submitting when you're right. When you know you're right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right, though. I'm right. I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Listen, consecration to get take care of that. Sanctification to take care of that. Holy Ghost will make you submit when you're right. I'm not talking about submit to sin. I'm talking about just on, oh, in a general generalogy, uh, just on differences. Holy Ghost will make you submit when you're right, and it'll bring peace out of, the, out of confusion. Read for. Give thyself wholly to them. I like that word. I'm stuck on that word. Give thyself wholly to what? Them. To what we already read. Get yourself to them. Not just on Sunday or Wednesday night. Read. That thy profiting may appear That thy profiting, all. people will see, you know what they're going to say? He's sanctified. You ain't testified of it. People see what you got. People know who, believe me, they know who's sanctified and who's not sanctified. Amen. Uh, listen, an apple inspector know where apples are. Amen. You ain't got to tell an apple inspector that's an apple. He know it. He's an inspector. Amen. Are you consecrated? Are you con I could have went another way. Uh, Talk about heaven and streets of gold and, and, and Peter at the gate and all that. I could have went that way. But you know, our problem is Bible sanctification. Consecration is our problem, saints. People consecrate, you won't have a lot of problems in the church houses you got today. If people consecrate, you won't have a lot of problems. I find it hard. Don't y'all know when Moses went before God, when he went up in the mountain, when he came down, he had a veil on his face. What you saying, Pastor? After getting before God, it changed him. How you pray, getting before God, and you get up still, uh, still got a bad attitude, still can't submit, still want to have your way, but you pray thirty minutes. See the deception of that. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Listen, there's some people in Babylon that I'll preach me. I'll pray me, I'll fast me, but they can't act right. Amen. They can't act right. Obedience is better than sacrifice. When Moses went before God, when he left God, saints of God, Moses, his countenance changed. How you doing? 
How you doing? When you leave the presence of God, are you changed? You still want to have your way? Still want to do it your way? Still won't submit? Still want to tell people and, and you're still aggressive? Won't humble yourself? I'm talking about men, men and women. I'm not talking about just women on submitting. Men have to submit too. You get before God, God, when you pray, you need to be changed. When you leave prayer, something should happen. But see, I'm telling you, what that devil want to put on us, he want to put us a formal, he want to put a form, a formalism on us, form of godliness. Well, I prayed. Yeah, but you, you still, you still got that bad spirit. Still won't submit. Still won't humble yourself. Still, you, you, you still won't, uh, uh, you still in the gray, you still live in the gray area. You're still living in the gray area. Come on. Still in the gray area. Still in the gray area. Still in the gray area. You won't nail it down. You really won't consecrate. You still, you won't take a stand. You won't put a position here. You won't let the enemy know, no, I'm not going to straddle the fence. I'm making a decision. I'm going to stop today. I'm going to stop today. Come on. Did you finish up there? Did you finish up with that? I'm on verse 16. Take heed. Amen. Read that verse 16. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continuing them for in doing continuing this. Continuing them Amen. for in doing, doing this, this. Thou shalt both save thyself. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of individuals, if you don't stay, if you don't stay saved, the people you could have affected, you're going to lose them. Sure you are. You don't stay saved. You was just, your sister was about to get saved. Your mother was just about to come to church. Your, your father was just about to break. He was at the brink. You didn't know it, but he was at the brink. Just getting ready. He was just getting ready to get saved. He was just getting ready. He was just thinking about, he was just thinking about getting saved. And when he called you that night, you unconsecrated. You was having a bad day. Come on. Right when he was getting ready to break through and because, because you didn't consecrate, because you didn't submit, because you didn't humble yourself, who they going to call now? In reality, what they going to say, well, I know Morrison had nothing. I knew it. And an enemy going to take it and use it. We got to stay saved. Because we don't stay saved. When you backslide, you hurt more than just yourself. It's very selfish to backslide. Y'all know that? It's selfish to backslide. Because when you take an attitude, you backslide, it's very selfish because you're only thinking about you. Amen. It's selfish to backslide. Very selfish. Why? Because all you're concerned with, oh, they don't love me. Oh, they wouldn't let me borrow $100. And, oh, I couldn't get a ride. Sister so-and-so wouldn't pick me up. And, oh, when I had my car, I picked her up. And, oh, that's selfish. They don't pick you up. Get to church anyway. Catch a cab, a bus, walk, whatever you got to do. But don't too many times individuals, selfish. They think about themselves. When people backslide and go back on God, all they think about is themselves. They're not thinking about their children. They're not thinking about their son going to be back out in the streets now. They're not thinking about their daughter going to be with Pookie. Now, if Pookie can really get with her now. Ray Ray can really get with her now. Now the front door can really swing over. Some individuals just waiting for you to backslide so they can get in your house. They just waiting to get in there. Waiting on you to loosen up a little bit. Waiting on you to slack. Waiting on you to backslide. They got their eyes on your daughter tonight. They got their eyes on your son tonight. Somebody got their eyes on them. Waiting on you to backslide. When you backslide, it's selfish. You're not thinking about your daughter. You're not thinking about your son. Amen. You held a testimony for years. I saw you say years. Live this life for years. Where you at tonight? Where you at tonight? Come on. Where you at tonight? Somewhere in a uh, casino. Pulling down the... Rolling us. Come on. Did not... Didn't you used to be saved? Didn't you used to go to that church? 3300? Over there. You know what I was just going to I was thinking about you. I was thinking about getting saved. And see you backsliding. 
What do you do to that individual now? What kind of hope do you get him? Talk to yourself. All right. Peter was consecrated. A couple more scriptures. Lord willing, we're going to let you go. Y'all know Peter was consecrated. Go to Acts, the ninth chapter. Peter was consecrated. Acts, the ninth chapter, for time's sake. Um, just read verse number one, then I give you the, the essence of the story here. Mm-hmm. Acts, the ninth chapter, verse number one. Read that, and I give you the essence of it. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter Acts, against the disciples. I'm sorry, Acts, the tenth chapter. Okay. Amen. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. A centurion, centurion of the band, the band called the Italian, Italian band. band. And this man, he was devout and he prayed unto God. God heard the man's prayer. God sent him a, a, a vision to go get Peter. I'm going to back up what I just told you. And the man, Cornelius, had servants. So what Cornelius did, he said, listen, servants, I was told to go find a man called Simon, which is Peter. Y'all go tell Simon that I'm, I'm saved and I need to hook up with him. Now pick the thought up as his servants in the ninth verse go to see Peter. Verse number nine. On the morrow, as they went on their journey. As and the servants went on their journey. And drew nigh unto the city. And drew nigh unto the city. Peter went up upon the housetop now, to pray. Peter could have said, you know what? Going over my, I'm going over my, my brother's house. Going over my cousin. I'm going over Pee Wee's house. He could have said that. I'm going to go do something, amen, other than what God would have me do. Peter went up. Where he go? Onto the housetop to pray. Where did he go up there to do? To pray about the sixth he hour. He went up there to consecrate. <laughs> We in this age, thanks to God, and I'm, listen, I am not against inter, uh, certain entertainment and all that. I'm not against everything anyway. But Peter took some time out to pray, Amen. to consecrate. Mm-hmm. He could have easily said, well, I'm tired. Come on. But he took time out to pray. Now, look what happened now. He went up on the, on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour, and what happened? And he became very ang- hungry. Sorry. Because Peter did what God told him to do. Look how God worked with Cornelius. All because Peter was willing to consecrate. If Peter would have never got a thought, I need to consecrate. Listen, I need to consecrate. I need to read. I need to pray. Read. And and he became very hungry and would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance. And he would have eaten, the Bible says. Some people smell that chicken, boy, they breaking that fast. Oh, I ain't going on the housetop now. I'm going to eat some of them boneless wings. (laughs) Hey, man, I imagine Peter was fighting. He could have eaten. I'm just telling you what, we, we, we fight, saints. But he said, you know what, no bonus for me today. No hoagie. No hoagie for me today. (laughs) I'm going on the housetop. Honey, the dinner's ready, baby. Honey, I'm I'm not going to eat now. I'm I'm going on the housetop, baby. Honey, I got your favorite. I got spaghetti and meatballs. Honey, not right now, baby. I'm going on the housetop. I'm going on the housetop. What do you mean on the housetop? A higher experience. See, people don't want to go higher. They want to dwell in the plains. Read. And saw heaven opened, and a certain and vessel descending unto him. Open. Read. And a certain vessel descending unto him. So and let's make a uh, uh, shortness here. Cornelius' servants eventually came to Peter. And because of Peter fasting and praying, God showed him a vision that he was accepting the Gentiles that he was accepting the Gentiles. Some things God can't tell you if you don't even pray. How can God tell you some things you ain't going to pray? You, won't, you ain't got a housetop. Come on. Amen. With the hustle and bustle of life, saints, I'm telling you, this, the, the, the life, and I'm just saying that's how life is with a lot of us, with the hustle and bustle, we're taking care of children, work, 
bills, the economy, trying to figure out how you're going to make it tomorrow, how you're going to pay the water bill, light bill, gas bill, uh, uh, water, uh, all these uh, car insurance, cell phones, little Johnny's uh, uh, field trip next week. He need glasses. He need dental. With all that stuff, saints of God, the enemy trying to drown out consecration. You get down to pray, next thing you know, you listen, it happened to me. You get down to pray, next thing you know, ring, ring. And the devil tell you that somebody need help. <laughs> that's what prayer, that's what I'm doing. I'm praying. I'm helping them right now. You get before God, try to pray first thing. The devil come to your mind with all kinds. Somebody under the bed. Somebody under the bed. Somebody behind you. You better get up. He, you getting ready? He ready to get you? The enemy brings so much stuff to your mind when you're trying to pray. Come on. <laughs> All because he want to hinder consecration. Get before God to pray. The devil start talking, saying all kind of stuff. That's your uncle on the phone. You ain't seen him in 20 years. That's an important call. You left the iron on. You left the iron on. Get up, go cut that iron off. You for the burn the house down. Get up, get up. You gonna burn the house down. You left the you left the stove on. You forgot to turn. Did I turn the chicken off? Did I turn the chicken off? Did I turn it off? Did I turn that eye off? Ah, did I turn it off? Did I turn it off? Did I turn? And before you know it, the devil done took your thought from praying. And now you now you now you on there fighting about a chicken. You fighting where the grease burning.